Welcome to the God Put Me Up On Game podcast with Kristen R. Harris, where God shares all the good game because he wants you to win. This is the podcast for winners. Hey, winners. What's going on, guys? Thank you guys so much for coming back down to the winner circle for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Those of you who listen faithfully and look for this episode to drop every Wednesday morning. I know I've gotten messages for, from several of you who listen to this podcast on your way into work on Wednesday morning. So I apologize because this one is coming out several hours later than it normally comes out on a Wednesday. And um, I must say it's because I almost didn't record a podcast for this week. And I'll get into that in a moment. But of course, I just want to thank you guys. You know how much I appreciate you. I especially appreciate you during this season. You guys have still been listening to the podcast. You've still been sharing. You've still been loving it. And I'm just very grateful that you are loyal and committed to coming down to the winner's circle to get this good, good game. So thank you guys. Um, Before I get into what I wanted to speak about briefly today, I wanted to invite you over to our um, online prayer summit. We are currently in the middle of a seven day, well, it was actually eight days, but it's the Seven Mountains Shake Up online prayer summit. And if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have extensively spoken about the mountains and the elevation that is coming. And so I truly believe in this season Even in the midst of everything that is going on, God is elevating his people. And we are seeing this with the seven mountains of influence being demolished. Like they are literally coming down because they are not for the glory of God. There are people who are dominating on top of these mountains who are not for the glory of God, who are not um, seeking his heart in the way that they should govern and the way that they should move and the, and the way that they should produce and create. And so in this season, we are literally seeing the leveling of those mountains. So on Sunday, last Sunday, we started this uh, prayer summit and I have brought in some powerful women of God and they are praying and speaking prophetically into this mountain, into each of these mountains. They um, hold influence in the area that they're speaking into. So if you're not familiar, the seven mountains of influence are arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, and religion. I think I said all seven. Um, And so I have some powerhouse women who are coming in. They currently operate in those industries and they are speaking, they are teaching and it, it has been amazing. And it's really very briefly each evening. It's only about 30 minutes, guys. So if you're available, you want to come join us. It's happening every evening at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page. So I'll put a link in the show notes, but if you search up Kristen R. Harris 24, it will bring you right to my personal Facebook page. And um, tonight is actually day four. So if you have um, not been joining us, you can still go back and watch every single night. The opening night was with my daughter, Charisma Harris. And I think you guys have heard her pray here on the podcast in some previous episodes. So she opened us up 
on Sunday, we did uh, Mountain Number One, which was arts and entertainment. On Monday with Katrina Richard. Last night, we did business with Tot Jones. Amazing. Tonight, we're going to go right into education. So you guys want to join us. It has really been an amazing time, and I'm just expecting God to take us even higher. Now, as I said before, I almost didn't even get on this microphone today. <laughs> um, this has been the most emotionally, mentally, physically draining last few several days and um, a few several, <laughs> the last several days have been very draining. And so um, I almost didn't record a podcast because one, in a very rare instance, that doesn't happen just so often. I don't have anything to say. I'm at a loss for words. And so I just, instead of just saying anything, just to be saying something, because you guys know, I say, I've said this before. I don't talk just to talk. Like when I open my mouth, I want it to be impactful. I want it to be inspirational. I want it to be informative. And so if I don't have anything to say, I'm just not going to talk for the sake of talking. And on top of that, it's just, I'm just all over the place. I'm trying to process through a, a myriad of emotions. And in case you've been living under a rock and you're just like, well, what is going on with her? I'm speaking to, you know, everything that is happening as a result of the death of George Floyd last week and just everything that has happened after that, you know, the uprisings and um, just all of the civil unrest the 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 further division that we are seeing happening it's just it's been mind blowing and so um i just i've just been trying to process as you see i'm stumbling all over my words because i don't really have anything to say but i wanted to come on here cuz one i wanted to check in with you guys um i do believe that in this season this whole 2020 we have had to fight to stay safe and to stay sane. So when I see people, when I say goodbye, um, even on the, the, the prayer summit each night, I'm like, stay safe and stay sane because that is the battle, right? <laughs> that is the goal right now, just to stay safe and to keep your mind intact because there is enough going on to make you go crazy. And so I thank God for, for keeping me healthy, keeping my family healthy and for keeping us mentally mentally sane and, and, and mentally healthy. So um, I, I speak those same blessings of health and, and keep and keeping over you. Um, if you guys listened to last week's episode, then you know that I had my pastor on and we <laughs> talked about race relations. The very interesting thing is that we recorded that podcast a week before it aired. And so when we recorded it, we had no idea what was coming down the pipeline. And I wrestled Tuesday evening back and forth. I prayed. I'm like, God, I don't know if I should release this episode because if you listen to it, then you know that my pastor is a white man. And um, we, we talked very candidly about a lot of race relations and things going on in the church, but I just didn't want to release it or I wasn't sure if I should release it in the midst of everything that was going on. I just didn't want to come off as insensitive or 
Um, I just didn't know if the timing was right because everything I've told you guys in the past is about purpose and timing. The purpose is why am I doing it? And the timing is when am I doing it? And so everything that, that I do, everything that I say, I try to run it through that lens, through that filter of purpose and timing. And I just wanted to make sure I knew that the why was on point, but I wasn't sure if the when was on point. And so after I wrestled with God all night Tuesday, I woke up Wednesday morning and God said, I knew exactly what would be going on at this moment. I knew. And so when you recorded that, when I, when I moved your heart, when I gave you that idea, I knew what was going to be happening when this episode came out. So it absolutely is the perfect timing and you need to go ahead and, and release it. And it's so funny because I've been living in this season, even with this online prayer summit, you know, we started on Sunday and again, I went back to God, like, how, why would you give me this? Because he told me when to do this summit. He told me that, you know, the first mountain was going to be spoken about on June 1st. And so we did the opening night on May 31st and Sunday I was thinking, God, why, why would you bring me here at this time? And he said, no, this is perfect timing. If, if we didn't need a shake up before now, we definitely need a shake up now. So this is the time. It may seem like everything is going on around you. And I want to just leave this. This is a word for somebody because God told me this is your assignment. I've given you a, an assignment. Your assignment does not stop because of things that are happening in the world. You very well may have to pivot because of some things that are happening around you. But when God gave you an assignment, he knew what he was doing. He knew that you would have to carry it out for such a time as this. And I know I've been hearing that for such a time as this so much during this season, but you have literally been called and raised up and elevated and promoted for such a time as this. So please do not get distracted because of everything that is happening around you and begin to question the assignment that God has given you. Don't be Christian, okay? <laughs> because I've been questioning a lot of things and I, I thank God for his grace and, and I thank him for his patience with me because this is a crazy time. And so, you know, I, I'm not saying that you can't go to him because by all means, if, if you're questioning what you're supposed to be doing, take it to him and, and he will give you that confirmation. He'll, he'll give you that push ahead and say, yes, go, go forth, go forth and do the things that I have called you to do. But anyway, um, so I put that episode out and I, I pray that it was a blessing to you. Um, I, I really admire the, the courage and the leadership of Pastor Sam. Um, he just released, instead of having a service, we're doing a march um, in the city where the church is located. And so I just admire, you know, his courage and his leadership and just th the ability to step out. So shout out to Pastor Sam. Listen, guys, I want to tell you three things in this season, okay, <laughs> in this season. And I know it almost seems like we cannot catch a break. 2020 has been brutal, guys. Uh, let's just be honest. And I've told you guys in the past, hold on to the promises of God. Because if he promised you some stuff in 2020, God is not a man that he should lie. So it's, it's coming. And I know that it probably seems like how in the world is any of this going to happen? Because we've just been experiencing blow after blow after blow. You know, I was just talking to a good friend of mine and I told her, I remember in January we started and uh, we were on a fast. And I remember, you know, as many churches, you're, 
probably fasted too, right? I mean, it's just the thing to do at the beginning of the year, set the tone for your year. It's kind of like that church tradition. And so we were on a 21 day Daniel fast. And I remember everyone around me was so excited to fast. We were excited. And you have to know me to know that fasting is my least favorite spiritual discipline. I think I've talked about that on the podcast before. I can pray. I can get in my word. I can worship. But when it come to fasting, I'd be like, say what now? For why? <laughs> why do we have to do this? And so it's usually a struggle for me. But this particular fast at the beginning of the year, we were so excited. And it wasn't just me. I mean, everyone around me, my husband was excited, my children, my friends, other people who were fasting with their churches. Like when we talked about it, everyone was just in an amazing space and they were excited about what was to come. And so that was January. And if you remember, we went right into February and that's when we lost Kobe and his daughter. And it was like, what? Say what now? And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the beginning of February. It may have even been the end of January, but we dealt with that for the month of February. And then here it is, March. March, I believe it was 14th or 15th is when we went on quarantine here in Illinois. <laughs> and so then we we dealt with the coronavirus. March, April, we get to May. And we're still dealing with coronavirus, right? But now this happens. And so we're we're dealing with this all over the country and we're seeing these protests and and these riots and these uprisings. And we're we're seeing the true colors of people because things are really coming out right now. Like we're seeing how people really felt. People who you did not expect who you thought maybe were on your team and were riding for you, even though they look different from you, you're seeing their true colors in this season. And so it's just like, it has been one thing after the next. And I just want to remind you and encourage you to protect your peace in this season, protect your peace. And that can mean a lot of different things depending on who you are. But one of the things that I know it means for everyone is that sometimes you just got to take a moment to unplug. And um, Todd actually shared this last night when she was speaking to the, the mountain of business. And I tell people all the time, I protect my peace. My peace is one of my number one priorities because when, when you don't protect that peace that God has given you, and we understand that perfect peace comes from God and you have to protect that thing because the enemy will do everything he can to come and, and snatch it from you and get you all off your kilter and your feathers all ruffled and your panties in a bunch, but you have to be intentional about protecting your peace. And so for me, that means unplugging. And I'm going to be honest, you know, this week has been hard for me to unplug because I am hosting this prayer summit on social media, but just as soon as this summit is over, I'm taking a moment to unplug because I need to decompress. I don't want to be inundated with all of these things that are, that are going on. And it doesn't mean that I want to be ignorant to what's happening, but it just means that I have to protect my peace and, and I have to be careful of what I'm consuming on a daily basis. And so I would encourage you to do the same. That may even mean shutting down conversations with people. Some people come to disturb your peace. So you may not be able to have a conversation. If you notice that every time you get on the phone with a particular person, it turns into a debate or an argument, 
Maybe you don't need to have a conversation with them for a while, not right now in this season. And debating sometimes is healthy because it brings about new perspective. It helps us to understand, you know, different ways of thinking. But if this is what is happening every single time you speak to someone, you need to protect your peace. So one, I'm really encouraging you to be intentional about that. Protect your peace, unplug if you have to, disconnect. Um, I don't have a problem with falling back from people. I, I, I posted a quote not too long ago. You can fall back without falling out. So if you if this is a fallback season for you, by all means, fall back, baby, okay? Number two, I wanna say, don't let anyone police your movement. Don't let anyone police your movement. And what I mean by that is that even going back to social media, oh my goodness, you got all of these people who are telling you how you got to do something. Maybe the way that you support the movement is at home through prayer. Because guess what? Prayer changes things. Don't let anyone diminish the power of prayer. I, I cringe when I see people say, uh, we've been praying for so long and nothing has happened. Well, that's because faith without works is dead. But here's the thing. Somebody still has to stand on the wall and pray. Somebody has to push this thing, push this agenda through prayer. Someone has to pray until something happens. That's still a very important job. So don't let anyone police what you're doing and telling you that you're not doing enough. If you decide to go out here and, and clean up after, you know, some of the looting and some of the rioting, don't let someone tell you that that's not enough. Like do what it is that, that you're required to do. If you're the one who has the courage to go out on the front line and fight and march and protest, then that's what you do. I was having a conversation with, with my friend and I told her, I can't get out there um, and not in some of that chaos because I got bad knees and I got to be able to run. So I don't need to be out there. <laughs> I got to do what I can that, 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 that works in my lane. I've been donating money. I put money where my mouth is. Maybe you don't have money to put where your mouth is, but you have some time to donate somewhere. And then here's the other thing. Don't think that everything you do has to be huge. We talked about this last week on the podcast, small impacts make huge impacts. A sum of small impacts makes a huge impact. So if you decide that, you know, this is where I can fit in, I can go out here. I've been looking at um, some amazing organizations here in the Chicago land area. One in particular, Black Girls Break Bread. Um, Jessica and uh, Khadijah, they've gone out because of the the looting and the, the rioting and these, these neighborhoods are now without stores in the Chicagoland area. These two women have gone to the stores that are outside of the neighborhoods and bought groceries to take to families who can't get groceries because they already were living in a food desert, you know? And so the, the one grocery store they had has been destroyed and so they can't get the things that they need. And these two women have been going out to do that. They came up with that, that that's their impact. And I see the organizations going out to clean up. That's their impact. I see people making donations to, um, to funds that are bailing people out or to other grassroots organizations that are on the ground, pushing the agendas that we need for justice, whatever it is, but don't let anyone police your movement. As I said, if you're at home praying and, and God is giving you strategy, He's showing you some things in the spirit because the battle has to be won in the spirit first. And people who are not believers, they're not going to understand that. So here's the thing. Stop trying to explain yourself to people who not even going to stop casting your pearls to pigs.
Okay. So just stay on your agenda. Do the things that God has given you to do. Stay in alignment with the assignment. I keep telling you guys that God has given you an assignment. You get into alignment with that. You do not let anyone police what you are doing during this time. Okay. And, and especially for my black people, people are always trying to, to, to challenge our blackness, black people trying to challenge black people's blackness. Come on y'all. What? Don't let anybody police your movement. Okay. Do what you do. Okay. Do what you do. And then number three, don't be the hate that you hate. Please don't be the hate that you hate. I know that it is easy and I'm going to be honest, very, very open and honest with you. You guys know that's all I've ever been on this podcast is transparent. I've had to go to God several times in the last several days. And when I say several more than once a day and say, God, check my heart because it's easy during this climate to slip into a place where you have an utter disdain for someone else because of the way that um, their people are treating you. And let me just say this. I seen this meme and it said, I don't want to let, you know, a few uh, racist people spoil how I feel about the dope white people that I know or something like that. I'm, I'm misquoting it and I don't remember exactly, but it was something to that effect. And, and that thing really resonated with me. As I said, I had my pastor on last week and I think he's an amazing individual. Um, I love him. I love his wife, you know, so I don't want to allow what is happening with some racist individuals who have hate in their heart for me and for my people because of the way we look. I don't want that to spoil and to trigger and to cause me to to act out in a way against everyone because everyone is not racist. There are some allies who are on our side. Um, one of my daughter's teachers, and I appreciated this message. I'm doing a lot of shout outs on this podcast. I guess I'm just feeling like give people their roses today. I'm calling out names, but one of my daughter's teachers, she was her kindergarten and her first grade teacher, Shannon Martin. I love Miss Martin. Shout out to you, Miss Martin. I don't even know if you're going to listen to this podcast. I might send it to you just so you can hear how much I love you, but I love her. I've, I've loved, I love her as an educator. She was wonderful. She is one of the people who I know truly cares about her students. And I mean, I can't even put into words how, what, how much I love that woman. My, my cousin jokes with me because, um, when, when we had to leave Miss Martin last year, because again, we spent two years with her. And when my daughter went to second grade, we almost grieved the loss of her. And my, my cousin was like, you guys are obsessed with her because she watched all of the parents and how much we loved her because she is just a phenomenal educator. But she sent me a message. She inboxed me and the message was just so beautiful and so pure. And, and I really appreciated it. And she, she basically told me, you know, I stand with you. I see you. If there's anything that I can do, I'm here. And she let me know that I'm educating myself. I spent the entire day yesterday educating myself because if you're ignorant, you can't understand. And and that's a, that's the thing. I think Pastor Sam talked about it last week on the, the podcast there was just some things that he may have assumed that we were pulling the race car because he didn't know, he didn't understand. And so some people are okay with being ignorant, but I salute those who are out here educating themselves so they can understand the plight of the black man, the plight of the black woman. So I just want to say that, you know, don't, 
negate those people in your life who are amazing and don't allow the the hate that, that you receive from one group of people to make you cancel out the entire group of people, the entire race, because that's what they're doing to us. That's what's happening. And so you don't want to become the hate that you hate. Keep that love in your heart. Remember, we talked about last week, and if you did not listen to that podcast, you want to go back because this one isn't really an episode. I didn't have anything prepared, but I'm just on here just trying to get some things out and just trying to encourage you in this season. But we talked about love being the healing bomb. Go and and listen and and allow that love, that, that God's love, that agape love, allow that to exude from you as you care for your brothers and sisters. Do not become the hate that you hate. And again, I'm, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me because it has been a struggle for me. My friends will tell you I am for my people. I love black people. I do. And, and I hate anyone who mistreats us. I do. You know, there's definitely some issues that we deal with amongst each other. And um, I deal with that when the time is right. This is not the time. We're talking about the way we're being treated by other people. And so I just pray that you don't become the hate that you hate. Don't become that. You're better than that. Check your heart. And it's going to be a process because it is very easy. It's easy to hate in, in these times, it really is. But I'm challenging you to rise above that. I'm challenging you to be courageous enough to push even harder to do the thing that's that's more difficult and that's to love. That's to love in the midst of all of this. So I just pray even for your heart that you would allow God to get in there and that you're not covering it so he can't come in and, and show you and reveal to you even the, the dark and dirty places because this is still about you. God's still going to hold you accountable for your actions, okay? So I'm definitely not condoning anything, any injustices because I am all for justice, especially for my people, for all people. But in this instance, for my people, I, I want justice for blacks. I want us to be seen as as equal. I want us to be treated as equal. I want us to have the same opportunities with not having to work 15 times harder to get them. I want all of that. I want the education uh, systems in our neighborhoods to be up to par. I want just as much money spent per student as they're spending in the all white in the all white affluent neighborhoods. I want the same opportunities for our children. I want the same, you know, advancements in, in the workplace, all of that. But what I'm telling you is don't, don't allow your heart to harbor the hate that you already hate. Okay. And lastly, I just want to say, stay prayerful guys. I, again, I know that it may look like prayer isn't doing anything, but something is shifting in the atmosphere. And I believe even going back to this prayer summit, that's why God has been giving me this vision. Guys, something is shifting in the atmosphere and we don't see it yet. It has not necessarily manifested here on earth completely, but things are shifting in the spirit. I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we are experiencing this right now during this global pandemic, during this time where everyone was sat down, everyone had to press pause on their life because people got time to pay attention. People have time. And so what happened is, and, and my friend, she expressed this so eloquently, 
what happened is God literally brought everything down, brought the world down and everyone was paused and we came together for a common good. People were helping out each other because there were people who didn't have toilet paper and, and people were leaving toilet paper on their doorsteps. It didn't matter if you were black or white. It didn't matter if you were rich or poor. We were helping each other. We were making sure that everyone had what they needed and, and they were safe and they were okay and their families were safe. We were doing that, right? And then we hit this thing with George Floyd and then we saw this officer with his knee on his neck and he ended up dying. And then now the country is in an uproar. Well, what God is showing in this, in this moment is that the system is still broken. He had to show us how broken it was because on the surface, it looked like we were getting along. It looked like things were going great, but see, he paused. He he came in, in the midst of a, a worldwide pause, a worldwide that that button had been pressed and we're all stopped moving in slow motion. And he brought this up and, and I don't think it's a coincidence that it's happening right now. I think that this is the most opportune time. This is divine timing. God wanted to show us what is grieving his heart. We talked about this and it's so interesting because I've said, God, you brought this up, um, a couple of months ago and we talked about it on the podcast. I shared the audio from the prayer the uh, blood is crying from the land. Go back and listen to that. We talked about how God's heart is grieved with the injustices that are that are happening as a result of race. The people who have been murdered, their blood is crying from the land. And God said, okay, you didn't listen. All of this is going to come out during this pandemic. That Ahmaud Arbery, you know, that happened, actually happened before we went on lockdown. But guess what? It came out during the pandemic because we had time to sit and pause and the world had time to see what was going on. It's no coincidence, guys. So I truly believe that nothing is for nothing. God is going to get the glory out of this. He is using this situation. He's using this timing and things are going to shift. It's going to take a press. It's going to take some work. It's not going to just magically happen overnight. This is something that has to be undone. This is years and years and years, hundreds of years of oppression and injustices and, and prejudice. It's not going to happen in four minutes, but change is coming guys. So I just want to encourage you to stay encouraged. That's it. And lastly, before I go, <laughs> I said I did, this was going to be short and I didn't have a whole podcast, but you know, I just get on here and say the things that God wants me to say. Um, I want to pray. I want to say a quick prayer and God has given me three prayer points to, to pray about. The first one, I want to pray against division. Even here in the Chicago land, we are seeing divisions on so many fronts. <laughs> There's so many reports about the Mexicans who are now against the blacks and, and they're targeting the blacks. I can't understand that for the life of me, but here we are. And God gave me this vision the other night I was laying in the bed and trying to go to sleep and God gave me a vision. I literally saw like something, this, it was a huge demonic force. It appeared to look something like a dragon, but it was so big and it was standing in the middle of the street and it literally was wagging its tail and its tail was really wide and, and very long and it was just swinging it back and forth. And as it swung its tail back and forth, it was moving some people to one side and other people to the other side. And so 
basically it was creating this division. It was dividing the people, the people who were supposed to come together in this moment. It was dividing us. And so then I woke up the next day and I started reading all of these stories of, of, um, the, the Mexican neighborhoods where they're targeting black people and pulling them out of their cars and beating them and murdering them. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is the vision that I saw last night. So in a moment where, you know, we all should be coming together because even them, they're, they're oppressed by white America as well. So it was almost baffling to me. So with that, and then going back to even divisions within the black community, divisions within the black community. Like I said, I'm seeing so many posts about what you're doing versus what I'm doing. Or there was even one that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it talked about, um, how, you know, black people who have moved to suburbia America and, you know, we're not really black because we're acting like this isn't our problem. And I was like, listen, I am not about to apologize for the life that I choose to create for my family. Okay. That's not even up for discussion. Discussion. It doesn't change how black I am. It doesn't change that I'm still down for my people. And I didn't comment this on there because I don't waste my time getting into these debates, but I'm just saying there's so many things that are creating division, division visions on so many levels on so many fronts and so I want to pray against that I also want to pray for uh those of you who are experiencing restlessness and insomnia I do believe that some people are not even sleeping at night and God has you know revealed to me that we we need to pray for you all I want to pray for the children I want to pray for the children because this is a difficult time for your kids. And I know that sometimes we get so caught up in what is happening in our lives that we don't even think that children are feeling this, but they are feeling everything that is happening. So I just want to pray for them and for their minds and for their hearts as well. And lastly, I want to pray for the intercessors. I want to pray for those of you who are praying, who are staying on the wall. I understand (laughs) I understand what you're dealing with. I understand what you're going through. So I just want to pray your strength in the Lord, okay? So really quickly, let's just go to God in prayer. Gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We praise you, God. We honor you, God. We give you reverence, Lord. You are still in charge. You still sit on the throne, oh God. God, you are still amazing. Even in the midst of everything that we are experiencing, God, you still love us. You still keep us, God. That is why we are here. That is why we can come before you, God, because you are taking care of us. You're taking great care of us during this season, God. So we thank you for that. We do not ever want to take that for granted, granted, oh God. God, I come to you today, God, just just asking that you move on behalf of your people in this season, God. God, you know that we are dealing with so many things. God, there's so much happening at one time, God. It seems like we have gone from corona to corruption, oh God. We've gone from, from, in, from dealing with health issues to dealing with emotional and mental issues, oh God. God, help us to navigate this. God, we don't have the answers. We've never seen this before, God. God, but you knew that all of this was going to happen. Nothing has taken you by surprise. So God, we ask for your help as we navigate this. Oh God, we lean into you because we know that apart from you, we can do nothing. Oh God, but with you, all things are possible. Now, God, I want to come to you right now, lifting up the, the spirit of division that is trying to rip through this land. Oh God, God, I pray right now that you begin to open up the eyes of your people. Remind us, God, 
God, that we are better together than we are apart, oh God. Remind us, oh God, of what happens when we come together, when we stand together, when we pray together, oh God. Remind us of how mighty we are as an army versus how we are if we're standing individually, God. God, help us in this season, oh God. God, I pray that you begin to bind us together, God. Bind us so close together that no air can pass between, oh God. God, we speak that over our lives, God. We speak that over every race, oh God. God, begin to do the mending of the hearts that has to take place, oh God. Open up the eyes so that people can understand what the other is feeling, oh God. We thank you for perspective in this season, oh God. God, I thank you even, I pray for this, specifically for this Chicagoland area, God. I cancel out divisions amongst Mexicans and black people right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that we stand together and we fight together, God, that we fight for the justice that we deserve, that we fight for the equality that we deserve together, oh God. I come up against division that is trying to rip through this land. I speak directly to that, that huge dragon with that wide and long tail. I cancel out your assignment right now in the name of Jesus. You are not to dwell here in this land. We send you back to the pit of hell. God, I thank you, God, for creating unity in this season, God. God, I thank you for unity with whites and blacks, oh God. God, I thank you for the courage of those who are standing up in this season, God. Those who are white, who are standing up, God, and standing with their with their brothers of color, oh God, their sisters of color, oh God, who are not afraid to go against the status quo, oh God. God, protect them, God, in this season, God. Protect every single person who is on the front line fighting for justice, God, fighting for your people, God. We are all your people, God, and we know that your heart is grieved in this season because we are not being treated the way that you intended, oh God. So we thank you, God, that you are bringing us together. God, what seems impossible, oh God, with man, we know that you can do it. It seems so far off. It seems like it's a far-fetched idea to think that we could come together, oh God, but I know you can do it, oh God. So we give it to you, oh God. Give us strategy in this season, God. Reveal to us what needs to be done. Show us the blueprint so that we can carry out your instructions and your assignment, God. You know what it's going to take to bring reconciliation amongst your people, oh God. You know what it's going to take to bring reconciliation to this land. God, I pray that you move on the people, God, who need to repent of their sins, who need to repent for the blood that is crying out from the land. We come against their egos in this season. We come against their pride, oh God. God, slay it in the name of Jesus. May they repent, God. May they turn to you, oh God. Forgive them of their sins, oh God, so that we can move on the path towards restoration, towards reconciliation, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that revival is coming to this land in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for your people who are struggling in the late night hour, oh God, who cannot go to sleep, who are experiencing restlessness and insomnia, oh God. God, I pray that you give them sweet rest in the name of Jesus. God, we understand that west rest is a weapon, oh God. God, we need our rest, God, so that we can stand up and fight God naturally, spiritually, oh God, so that we can fight the things that are coming up against us, oh God. So I pray that you give your people sleep, sweet sleep in the name of Jesus. Calm their minds, oh God. Calm their spirits, oh God. Speak sweetly to them, oh God, until they fall asleep, oh God. God, I thank you, God, that anything that is trying to come up against them in their sleep, you are canceling it right now in the name
name of Jesus. God, I thank you, God, that when they wake up, they are refreshed. They are ready to go, oh God. God, I pray that even on tonight, oh God, whenever they listen to this, this night when they go to sleep, oh God, it will be different. They will feel differently. They will wake up feeling new, oh God. I thank you for meeting them, God. God, I even thank you for stirring up dreams in this season, oh God. Speak to your prophets in this season through their dreams, oh God. Give them sweet rest, oh God, so that you can talk to them in their dreams, oh God. I come up against any opposition that is trying to intercept dreams in this hour, oh God. God, I thank you for strategy that you are giving in dreams in this hour, oh God. God, we lift up your children to you, God. God, we thank you for your children, God, who are amongst the weakest and the most vulnerable amongst us, oh God. May we protect them, oh God. God, I pray that you cover their minds in this season, oh God, as the enemy is trying to infiltrate, trying to trick them, trying to change their hearts and their minds, trying to teach them hate, oh God. God, I thank you for teaching them your love, oh God. God, keep them innocent and pure in this season, oh God. Surround them with adults who can give them knowledgeable, answers, oh God, who can give them reasonable answers, who can give them truthful answers, oh God. God, we thank you, God, that they are being educated, God, but they are not being tainted in this season, oh God. God, keep them pure, God. God, I thank you for their hearts, oh God. Turn their hearts towards you so that they can hear from you, oh God. I thank you even for the children that you are raising up, God, who will be the next set of leaders, who will be the next set of freedom riders, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, raise them up. Raise up a generation, oh God, who's not afraid to go after you, God, and afraid, not afraid to go after justice in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for these children who will grow up to be our judges, oh God, our attorneys, oh God, our uh, police officers, oh God. God, I thank you that you are instilling justice and love in their hearts right now, oh God, so that when they grow up, we won't be repeating this cycle, oh God. God, I thank you that the racism that these children see on today, oh God, they won't have to see as a adults, oh God. I speak it by faith, oh God. God, begin to change the hands, God. Begin to turn what is happening in this nation in the name of Jesus. So God, I pray a special covering over your babies right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, God, that they are shielded, God, that they are covered, God. God, that you even cover their eyes, oh God. Show them enough so that they're not ignorant, God, to the schemes of the enemy, oh God. But not a not too much, oh God, that, that, that they are scarred oh God. Not too much, God, that they begin to hate, oh God. Not too much, oh God, that they are afraid, oh God. We come up against the spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus, and we speak love over these babies right now in the name of Jesus. And lastly, Lord, I pray for your intercessors, oh God. Those who are standing on the wall, oh God. Strengthen them in this hour, oh God. The joy of the Lord is our strength, oh God. God, may we not get weary in well-doing, oh God. May we continue to pray seeing, oh God. Even when we cannot see what is happening, oh God, we stand by faith, believing God that our prayers are being answered, oh God. Believing that you are shifting things in the atmosphere, oh God. God, we thank you for the move that is happening, God. Even though we have not seen it manifest, oh God, we thank you that your hand, God, is grabbing every prayer, oh God, and you are dispatching your angels 
to carry out the things that we are calling forth in the spirit realm in the name of Jesus. So God, I pray for every intercessor, oh God. If she or he is getting weary, oh God, uphold them, oh God. You said in your word that you would help us, you would strengthen us, and you would uphold us with your right righteous hand, oh God. So I pray that over your intercessors right now, oh God. God, encourage them in this season, oh God. God, I thank you that you are even linking them up in this season, oh God. May no intercessor go at it alone, oh God. Make divine connections in prayer in this hour, oh God, so that we can fight together, oh God. God, we know that your word says that by ourselves, God, we can put a thousand to flight, but together we can put 10,000. So God, I pray that you link us up in the spirit right now in the name of Jesus. God, thank you for your intercessors, oh God. God, I even pray a special blessing, God, over them, oh God. God, double portion, oh God, for everything they poured out in this season, oh God. Your intercessors were on the wall before any of this happened, oh God. But we've been working overtime during this pandemic. We've been working overtime during the uprisings. We've been working overtime fighting injustices. We've been working overtime, God. God, I pray that you take care of everything concerning your intercessors, oh God. Perfect everything in their life, oh God. God, they have placed their, their, their own personal agendas to the back, God. We haven't even given you our cares. We haven't even given you our prayers, oh God. God, continue to take care of our stuff, oh God. Continue to take care of our business as we're taking care of yours, oh God. God, we just thank you. We praise you, oh God. We give you honor, God. We believe that all of these things are done in the matchless mind mighty, priceless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Woo. All right, guys. Listen, thank you guys so much for coming down to the winter circle and joining me for another episode. Stay safe, stay sane. Know that I am praying for you. Guys, I love you. And it's going to get better, y'all. It's going to get better. Just keep the faith. Don't stop praying. All right, guys. Let me get out of here because I got to get myself together. I love you guys. It's your girl, Kristen R. Harris, and I'm out. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of God Put Me Up On Game. Make sure you follow us on social media at God Put Me Up On Game and at Kristen R. Harris. We'll see you next week.